0: Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for December 9th, 2016. Tonight, we've got uh, a few topics. Uh, some. <laughs> did you forget who we are? I did. second. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got some topics. Uh, we're going to talk about them. That's what we do. Uh, on the show tonight, we've got uh, Scott Jansen.
1: Hey, that's it says on my ACLU card.
0: <laughs> uh, Scott Johnson, obviously. Hey, skojo how you doing? Uh, just you know, living yeah. the life. Yeah, that good, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, 2016 is almost over, which means whatever uh, voodoo zombie curse has been placed on this year will hopefully pass with it. Because Vic- 2016,
1: Victor. Yes. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We have Cherba. Hey, Cherbs. Hey. Hey. Hey.
2: Hey. 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 <laughs> it's been a while. normal tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm well, here. I've had like three hours sleep, so <sighs>
1: I'm doing okay. Yeah, that's like your normal amount, right? <laughs> if you sleep any longer, one of the creatures gets you, right?
2: oh i think those creatures are called
0: republicans (laughs) no you think an ocean would be enough to keep them from getting to you but i guess not huh
2: oh no i got the uh i I feel like a real journalist now because i got the fucking google banner your account maybe under attack by sponsored actors i'm like oh george what really (laughs) yep So yeah, that well, I, I mean, like don't fearless. take
0: this the wrong way, Cherma, But who'd want to go after you?
2: Well, actually, the best part is that they're trying to break into my personal email, not my work email. Oh, that's
0: amazing. <laughs> okay, there's,
2: there's not even any work shit on. Well, there is work shit on my personal email, but it's like not that kind of work shit. It's like stuff
0: for pins. <laughs> you got two-factor going though, don't you? Yeah, of course. All right. Ah, uh, all right. Well, I'm let's stupid. get s- I'm not done oh yeah uh well, all right then well let's uh let's get started on these topics uh which oh that was weird okay uh let's get uh <laughs> the topics there they are uh let's get started on the uh the very first one we got some uh we got some dodos in the cabinet guys
2: <laughs>
0: it it appears
2: to be this way yes <laughs> yeah
0: uh if you've not been keeping up with the political news, and for some reason you we're our, we are your only source, in which case I have to say, why, people, why? Um, President-elect Donald Trump has been making some interesting choices for his, uh, for his cabinet. Um, for all of
2: his appointees, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, really. Um, what, what was it that Donald Trump was saying um, during the course of the campaign about draining swamps? Well, he's in the, he, I will say he has
2: definitely drained the swamp. He's just filled it with sewage. <laughs> no, it's he wants to build the swamp. Duh.
0: Make he America swampy again. He wants to build the swamp and drain the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go so- through... Let's- Oh go ahead uh, Skojo.
1: Yeah, well you can you can start with here. That's what I Yeah, I'm all right. Well, let's to.
0: uh we, we are pre- at present working off of the New York Times interactive list here. Link in the uh, the show notes. Um and in well, the chat, I hope, because
2: I'm looking at the Guardian.
0: Okay, well, the link the link's also in the chat, Sherva, just in case you're feeling, you know. Oh, there we go. There Lovely. Go. Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, we're starting from the uh, New York Times has compiled a, a a list of his current appointees, and his choices have been interesting. Uh, let's start with um, let's start with uh, Wilbur Ross for Commerce Secretary. Well,
1: actually, you know what? Um. <laughs> You just realized you know nothing about Wilbur Ross. No, no, no.
0: I decided I was going to start with uh, Steven Mnuchin because that I do know about. Steven Mnuchin is a big name in uh, in movie financing here in Hollywood. Um, He got behind, I think he was on, uh, oh, for Christ's sake. He he invested into the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, Let's see. Oh, he
1: should be not able to be appointed (laughs) for just that reason. (laughs) I mean, clearly.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, he uh, invested into the X Men film franchise and the uh, oh, Avatar movie. Not Christ. not not the Last Airbender, but uh, but the one that made a ton of money. The one that made a ton of money. Um, unsurprisingly, that, make it any that was still a pretty fucking garbage movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he did also invest in uh, Fury Road. Eh, and then on the other side, watch. he invested in relatively, Relativity. Uh, relativity. Relativity media but he uh he flushed out his resources before they went bankrupt
1: yeah i mean the the thing about him is you know if you're running around saying that you you want to drain the swamp like and you you're you criticize the other candidate for being a puppet of goldman sachs (laughs) and then you uh put forward somebody from goldman sachs i mean it kind of ruins your message a little bit but no one's gonna care Oh, yeah, and
0: he's not even the only person from Goldman Sachs. I mean, who was his most recent appointee? Um, uh,
1: Which one are you referring to?
0: Oh, it's not on the list.
1: Uh, Man, it's not updated
0: list. What are you giving us?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, Let's
0: see. So anyway my my, go ahead
1: my point is is you know i kind of think that the treasury department you're gonna have a hard time not picking somebody who's from like a ginormous bank yeah i mean i guess you could pick a professor an academic to be in charge of the treasury but that sounds like a democratic move not Mm. a republican one well picking somebody who knows what they're doing well, no. I mean, the person, I mean, there's just <laughs> one has business experience and the other one has, you know, theory experience. Ugh. One's yeah, the more, you know, elitist. <laughs> Wait, they're both coastal elite. <laughs> it's like if you're a Wall Street guy, you're on the coast. If you're one of the academic finance uh, people, you're probably on the coast as well.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's kind of a no win. That job's kind of like a no win <laughs> situation. I mean, I wouldn't really expect to see anything crazy there. I mean, it would be. It would be nuts if they put like Ben Carson had been nominated for like Treasury Secretary instead of well the nutty thing he was yeah oh yeah he
2: was he was like the uh, he's I keep wanting to say minister because I'm so used to saying minister for Australian stuff yeah we don't have that here no (laughs) no the only ministers you've got are the guys who marry people and bore people on a Sunday Uh, yes uh, um this Wilbur Ross bro like. (laughs) <laughs> apparently he's worth about $2 billion, and he's named the king of bankruptcy because he has a knack for extracting profit from businesses that he's crashed and burned. Sounds exactly like a ah, person funny who's you our men- president-elect. <laughs> funny you mention that, because if you remember when uh, when Trump's Taj Mahal casino failed in the 90s, guess who helped him keep control by uh, getting the investors not to push him out? Hmm. Huh. I don't know who, hmm. Uh Well... Bob of course. Oh, oh, there you go. Awesome. Um, yeah, you know. Oh, he also well, uh, he also bought a coal mine in West Virginia and ran it at subpar safety standards before it exploded and killed. Oh, 12 that's miners.
1: this guy. Yeah, God, that guy. guy.
2: Oh, I remember now. Yep, he basically mm-hmm. buys a smaller steel and coal industry stuff and then just runs them into the ground puts them through bankruptcy and extracts as much fucking profit as he can from that bankruptcy and all of those little people who worked for them can go and get fucked
1: well that's why uh he's now the commerce secretary so he can try to run uh you know american business into the ground and profit from it
0: there you go well yes I think I think that's a common theme um among most of the candidate most of the uh the cabinet and the appointments he wants to make um uh, that they are generally unqualified or underqualified people whose self-interest would be served greatly by being in these positions like uh Betsy I mean, DeVos for the most part yeah yeah who uh basically wants to get rid of um public schools so which is
1: i mean at least she's served on committees that deal with education now they're all specifically targeted towards (laughs) a certain proposal and she has no real uh job experience yeah i mean she has no she has no background on that subject beyond the work Mm -hmm. experience of working for these foundations so i mean she has at least something I mean, she's not like it's not like Ben Carson, where he's running HUD and he's been a neurosurgeon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I really, I mean,
0: well, we'll get to him in a second. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah, uh, Steve Bannon, ah, the white supremacist chap. Yes, <laughs> the dark side, the dude. I think <laughs> he's Steve... literal fucking Nazi. So, so what did we say last time? Who's gonna be uh, Trump's? Um, who's gonna be Trump's? What's his face? Dick Cheney? Who's who's gonna be Trump's? Dick Cheney? Is it gonna be Steve Bannon or or Mike Pence? Oh, um,
1: hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, you know, if you want to be literal, it would have to be but Mike y- Pence. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, <laughs> who's gonna be Trump's? Who's gonna be the uh, the Emperor Palpatine to Trump's Darth Vader?
1: I don't think there's a good equiv. There's not a, a equivalent person here because, like, Dick Cheney is was like a guy who was not planning to ever run for president. Mm. He had an extremely long career uh as a very influential person. Mm. Mike Pence was picked out of Indiana like as he was failing as governor to yeah. pretty much be the last person, the only person to say yes to be the vice president <laughs> of Trump <laughs> because everybody else figured he wasn't gonna win. Yeah. Mm. I mean Mike Pence I mean not to go off on a tangent about Mike Pence for a second. Oh but please do. Like in a world where Mike Pence was running for president he that would be the equivalent of like Rick Santorum or Mike Huckabee winning the nomination and now we have him as the vice president and he's pretty much in control. Yeah. From what I could tell. I mean, he's not somebody who has a bunch of opinions that are very popular in the United States. It'll be very interesting to see how much control he actually is able to uh how much you can control trump whether you can or not
2: all right you can't really i don't think you can really control him but he's also tremendously easy to just kind of point in the direction you want and give him a slap (laughs) on the ass and he takes off like a fucking runaway horse yeah. So sometimes you don't necessarily need control. You just need the bull crashing through the right China shop.
0: All right. Well, I think it might be easier just to talk about to talk about who is qualified for the the jobs <laughs> we to be <laughs> taking. Um, well, well, I mean, you know what? Here, wait. Let's be let's
1: be clear here. Bannon is probably qualified to be chief strategist. Now,
2: well, yeah, do he's we been agree? organizing. He's been organizing, organizing anti-immigrant campaign. campaigns, anti-Muslim campaigns, racist campaigns for years. He's very experienced. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you got to give people... I mean,
1: I, I kind of get annoyed when people try to, like, paint some of these people as, like, every, you know, incompetent and the most darkest evil person who's, like, conniving and, like, you know, you can't... You can't do I mean, both. You can be both, yeah. but you can, but you can't do it well enough to get to where you're at unless right. you're good at one of them.
2: Right. <laughs> unless you're appointed by someone
0: who is a- Complete idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, okay, then how about this? Rather than incompetent, because everybody in here has some sort of feather in their cap. Um, how about let's look at? How about let's try to find the ones that are not obviously evil, or you know, at least not obviously serving their own best interests.
1: Well, I mean, see, here's the thing again. We're going to run into the problem where what do I consider to be evil is radical Republican uh, stances um, that are not. Generally, the mainstream you're killing Republican me
0: stance.
1: I'm just saying, like look, <laughs> you're going to look at like Andrew Pudzer, right? He's a chief. He's the nominee for Labor Secretary, and he <laughs> he ran Carl Jr. and Hardies. He's generally against worker protections and Affordable Care Act. Now, is he unqualified for that job? Now, you could argue. As a labor secretary, you would probably not want those attributes in your labor secretary, but that's coming from a liberal standpoint, right? I mean, he he might be qualified if your idea of destroying the labor (laughs) department uh, was your goal, then he's like the greatest person to put in there. A what? lot of these people are that. Like Tom Price, like <sighs> Tom Price wants to, you know, wants to get rid of the Affordable Care Act and he, he actually has like a different like health care system. But Scott Pruitt wants to get
0: person? rid of the EPA. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, he wants to get rid of the EPA. I mean, they're, they're, that's the best example there, right? He's like, mm. I hate the EPA. I think they do way more than they should. I don't feel like he's the person that i would put in the epa but i'm also not the person who voted for trump maybe, so, maybe, I mean, the person,
0: maybe the person who's been the big who's been one of the biggest advocates for the oil and uh fossil fuel industry probably shouldn't be the the choice for someone who's i don't know going to run an agency that's about protecting the environment
1: yeah so i mean uh, well okay there are a few people like elaine cho who yeah i was about example, to say yeah she i mean She's the wife of Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Uh she has experience doing the job. Yeah. Uh she doesn't seem to be some crazy ideologue. She's just kind of like a technocrat. Now, I mean, people will be critical because she she's, you know, the wife of the Senate majority <laughs> leader, so I wonder why she's getting this job. <laughs> Uh, but she's actually uh, qualified. I don't. know. You know, I know. she's. I mean, she's yeah. actually qualified for the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, who else here can we pick out? Uh, James Mattis for yeah. de- uh, defense secretary. He's not a crazy
0: person. He's wait a minute. Need a wait a minute. Wasn't was wait Wasn't Michael Flynn? Uh, the the one that gave classified information to his mistress? No, no that's
1: Petraeus. Oh, Petraeus. Yeah. Right. With David Petraeus was giving well there was this lady who was a reporter something like that who was uh, writing a report writing a uh his autobiography or something like that something and like he that. was just handing her uh classified information <laughs> and everybody's always like this is the same as what the clinton- hillary clinton
2: was doing and i'm like uh no 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 that was no. not <laughs> what they were doing uh. Yeah. The only thing about Mattis is that like, you know, he's the defense secretary. He's one of the people advising I almost said Putin, uh advising Trump <laughs> when a bomb. But here's the thing. Uh, Matt is not a bad guy, but generally has kind of a habit of basically saying, do what we want, or we will slaughter you, your family, and everyone you've ever fucking met. I don't he care has if it
0: violates Convention.
1: Well, I mean, again, yeah. that's, I mean, it's how that's how, do a value we critique, judgment. how do we want to critique yeah. these people? Do we yeah. want to critique them as a normal, a normal Republican pick, a normal in general secretary pick, or as... You know like some wildly crazy person i mean like if you look at that well, at least um, mattis doesn't like torture
0: on the other hand michael <laughs> flynn is all about that he's he's good with that i think
1: you know, i mean our national security advisor was literally working for the russians
0: yeah yeah <sighs> And then and the Homeland Security appointed. Secretary uh, disagrees with closing Guantanamo Bay. So, but then again, but then again, Trump hasn't actually offered him the post yet. So, well, I mean, like Mike,
1: Mike Flynn's, Mike Flynn's son just had to be kicked off the transition team because he was spreading oh, the Pizzagate story. This
0: is, this is who I was looking for. A uh, Gary D. Cohen uh, is expected to be named a director of the National Economic Council, and he's. uh... He's a long time uh, figure at Goldman Sachs. As well,
1: hmm. well, but uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I mean, joe you make
0: a you make a great point. I mean, we're we if you if if we want to say all these are bad, we're definitely talking about it with the with the point of view of a li- of a liberal mindset. I mean, if you're a Republican, hooray! But you
1: know. well, I mean, some of these people are bad, even yeah. if you if you're a traditional like Republican or like a moderate Republican or like even a, you know, a, Someone liberal, with a moral compass, <laughs> like the people that I tend to know that voted for, that didn't vote for Trump because of, you know, they were looking for competency. I'm sh- there are people on this list that should raise concerns. Yeah. Um, but a lot, I mean, a lot of these people, I see actually we, we, we joked early on about how they, Trump was running on draining the swamp. Well, this isn't really draining the swamp. This is more of putting a whole bunch of partisan hacks in charge of things. So yeah. he's not picking like the best person uh, for this position. He's picking the best extreme, in some cases extreme right wing person or person who he's w- either of v- somebody who's extremely loyal to him yeah. or somebody who he was probably <laughs> told by Bannon who to pick.
0: Yeah. Ben. Or Pence. So,
1: so I mean, mean, I mean yeah I mean like,
0: a... hold on, hold on. Has, Wait, has we... Rudy Giuliani or um Chris Christie gotten anything at uh, all? Chris Christie's on like the outs apparently. I I feel... mean, we haven't even talked I feel a little, just like a, like a microscopic amount, but I do feel that little bit bad for Chris Christie. He was the I, first I one on the Trump bandwagon, and he's gotten fuck all for it.
1: I also feel, I have a little soft spot in my heart for Chris Christie. It might just be my proximity <laughs> to New Jersey.
2: Looking at Chris Christie, I'm pretty sure he's got a soft spot in his heart as well, but I think it's cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: I mean, we haven't uh, even mentioned one of the people who I find the most ridiculous, even though he's more legitimate, which is Jeff Sessions for attorney general. Yeah. I mean, the guy oh, was yeah. they they tried to appoint him as a judge and they didn't appoint him. Because they thought he was too racist. (laughs) Now. And now you're going to have him be the Attorney General. The
0: highest prosecutor. They also turned him
2: down multiple times, didn't they?
0: (laughs) I
1: I don't know if it's multiple, but at least once. And the term was because they thought he was too racist. Now, that does not happen very often for judges being appointed.
2: Also, uh, the other question is, there's a few here, that uh, Mattis, Flynn, and Kelly, you also have to take into account when they retired, because there's a rule that basically says you can't appoint anyone yeah. from the <sighs> military unless they've been retired more than seven years, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that only one or two of the, his military picks so yeah. far have been retired more Look, than seven well, years. Matt,
0: Mattis needs to go and... Mattis Matt is definitely... Uh, he's definitely needing to oh, go get that allowed. Oh, he's definitely not making the cutoff,
2: because like, he was still in command of fucking... I think the Middle East and Southeast Asia big. in it's like 2013. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, he needs to go See, get a confirmation from the. uh, uh yeah, he's get a rather. waiver. Yeah, I, I mean.
2: mean- when you're
1: looking, I mean, here's the thing. Like, everybody wants to freak out about each person, right? But the Democrats are only going to get to block, like, maybe one or two of these people. So they're going to have to pick their targets. So if I was the Democrats, I would totally just be like, whatever, give them the waiver for Math Mathis because there's other people they need to deal with
2: more than this mm-hmm. and then, guy. And then block Pence. Like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, like uh, you know, here you know another example. Somebody who's not like a horrific person, but probably isn't the best person for the job is Nikki Haley as a UN ambassador. Because I mean,
0: nobody knows really anything about her policies on for her, her policies on foreign affairs or anything. She's, she's got yeah, you're nothing. just like
1: it's like you're reading the first sentence of this.
0: <laughs> no, I'm actually in a no, completely different window. <laughs> the best we can hope for. I'm still is reading about she- Elaine Chao. Well,
1: I mean, for her, she's just not in a position that has mm-hmm. to have a lot to do, that had a lot to do with like international issues. But, you know, everything, she's not oh. like an extremist. She's not just you, you a rational governor, actor. Yeah. But are you I mean, me it, me
2: the governor of South Carolina, that international powerhouse, is not going <laughs> to have a lot of
1: international well, experience. I, I, Uh, Uh, South Carolina does actually have, uh, a a good deal of, because it's not a very big labor state. It has a bunch of factories from like Japan and other countries in it. So mm -hmm. they probably do go, she probably does go on like a trade mission or two, uh, Mm -hmm. elsewhere. So she's been out of the country. Uh, Personally, I think
0: the, I think the biggest thing that could be done to, um, to stabilize this transition and make things a lot less tumultuous for the Trump administration, you know, with all these cabinet picks. I think Trump needs to just be taken off of Twitter. No, and I, I was going to say
1: that. I wasn't sure you were going there, but yeah. yeah.
0: He <laughs> oh, just my needs God. To be taken off of Twitter and, uh, le- you know, basically let him be there, but just kind of, you know, f- someone's got to filter him. <laughs> I mean, good fucking luck, but...
1: I still can't believe that he still has control of his Twitter ca- account. Like, it just boggles yeah. my mind. I know.
2: That... I'm surprised that they haven't appointed someone to just stand next to him, and every time he picks up his phone and opens Twitter, they just fucking slap the
0: phone out of his head.
1: I, <laughs> I no, mean, you it to, was such a brilliant him... move to take his, his his phone away for, like, the last two weeks.
0: You know what, you need, like, you yeah, know what they need to do? They need to give him, like, those toy cell phones, like, like a VTech cell phone thing looking thing that you give the children
1: it's, it's just, a baby's first cell phone there you not go a cell phone. It's like,
0: give him like a leap give them like a uh, leapfrog it pad just like records thing.
2: like you are the best your hands are big good
0: job oh.
2: it's like uh, Kaylee's just sitting there like chatting away on her little toy phone you're like oh who you talk to Kaylee and she's like twump <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like what <laughs>
0: <sighs> David Petraeus oh. might uh <laughs> David Petraeus is I guess the secretary of state candidate.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I don't think he's seriously yeah, going to be the secretary know. of state. I have <sighs> I literally have no clue who they're going to pick. It's like every secretary time you think state.
0: you got a wrap around on what they're going to do, nope. All right, just... Um let's uh move on to more uh Oh, um Oh yeah. Just as a quick note,
2: I did find someone in his military picks who retired even later than Mattis. Oh, Not really. Yeah. Uh, John F Kelly, his Homeland security pick. Guess when he
0: retired? Uh, uh, hasn't? 11 months ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well on the, uh, on the last bit of election thing we're going to be talking about in this show, uh, Obama has ordered a full review of the election, uh, of the election results and stuff, uh, to check into the, uh, possibility of electronic hacking in the election, election related hacking. And uh the key part of this is that he wants the results of it before he leaves office. Chuck. Yeah,
1: and uh, a news report just came out uh relatively recently about a secret uh CIA assessment mm. over Russia's influence on the election and uh they just briefed the Senate on it. Oh. And uh the, obviously the Republicans were a little skeptical of mm. what they were shown um, and the, the, the big area that they couldn't they, c- they don't have a person in the Russian government like they can specifically point to yet, but they have like the other actors that are not like tied directly to the government so they're just kind of like looking for that apparently That is the missing link in order to them for them to be a hundred percent definitive uh, mm. that, that, that the Russian government was behind it. Like they know that there was Russian influence, they just don't know who gave that order and who or who was leading the mission.
0: Not that it really matters. It was generous. well, it does um,
1: to get people to stop asking me, like, what is an
0: assessment?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Christ!
0: I think That's I think the only thing is. that can stop people from asking you what's an assessment is remedial courses. Well, yeah. What about an iron bar? I think that but that that would just get them to stop asking anything. Hey, man, you didn't specify. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Trevi, uh, uh, you were saying that there was some sort of report that's trying to, like, muddy the water of fake news and the pushback on fake news. Mm. Can you explain that a little bit? I'm sure people are interested in that, and that's yeah. kind of directly
2: related to this. I think I probably did. When did I say that? <laughs>
1: You said that there was some video or something that's trying to say, like, all news is fake or... Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah,
1: now I get what you
2: mean. All right, uh, so who here has heard of a chap called Jonathan Pye? I have not. Uh did. Well, you probably, you've probably seen him in your Facebook feed. Uh, let me just, <laughs> as soon as I link a video
0: from him, you'll probably go,
2: oh, that motherfucker
0: oh i looked it uh, up that motherfucker got it
2: have you ever heard of a chap called tom walker that name sounds familiar yeah tom walker is a failed british comedian who got some viral video success by pretending to be a journalist under the name of uh jonathan Pye, and uh-huh. there's a lot of people who think he's a real journalist Despite having no experience or education on the topic, and he actually has this video recently about how oh all news is fake news, and the only real news is like people who are willing to tell it like it is. But there's none of those left, are there? While looking straight down the barrel of the camera, <laughs> I mean, t- to be fair, he is looking straight down the barrel of the ca- camera because he's reading off a prompter, right, for his spontaneous outburst. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean. Don't we have scripts? Oh, no, we don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't have scripts.
2: You have a script? (laughs) No. Uh, uh, But yeah, no, he, the thing with Jonathan Pye is that uh, what a lot of people don't realize is he worked for Russia Today. Ah. And, like part of his job was putting out basically fake news as a fake news reader and all of this shit about the fucking <laughs> the rest of the media and how they can't be trusted and how you can't trust this and can't trust that, and you know all their standard anti u s talking points and until this July, I think it was uh also just repeating Trump campaign points. So I mean usually though I mean the RT people they're not necessarily working
1: for Russia they just happen to have a message that Russia particularly likes so they mm. end up putting them on the RT. Uh, yeah,
2: uh in I- the case I- of Pi they had script approval. Oh. No. Oh. He didn't yeah. say anything they didn't sign off on first. Wow. Huh. That is interesting. Yep. Mm. He is yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> I
1: yeah the fake the fake news stuff and the counterattack to that is very disconcerting to me cuz I I think I mean everybody's like oh fake news fake news and I, and, and as you guys know I've been on this <sighs> wagon for uh I don't know Ever? 12 <laughs> or forever years whenever my dad got taken <laughs> over by white right wing like emails so I think there is a problem where people aren't able to differentiate between a biased factual article and fake news and I think they'll there will be there is going to be problems with that, I think, as more people jump on and are not just educated on the topic and just kind of get on the bandwagon. It's kind of an interesting topic to figure out. It's just the people who I mean, who bring that point up are such douchebags, usually, okay. that it's so hard to agree with them. All
0: right. So don't get me wrong. I love what the Internet has done to, to, you know, the the ease of communication among people. and, And, I mean, this show would not be possible without it. And, you know, but in a way, the democratization of the ability to produce media and put it out and reach a wide audience, has created this problem where you can have news that isn't news, but is just, you know, pieces and, and writings meant to push an agenda, meant to, you know, not meant to convey reality, but rather to distort it, constantly competing with real journalism. And, and in many ways, getting the same degree of legitimacy bestowed upon it by its audience, as as real journalism, and now it feels like real journalism is becoming delegitimized. Pisses me off. Nah.
2: You think it pisses you off? I forgot I had mute on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were sent something there. <laughs> oh. Victor, I've just dropped the Jonathan Pye link in the chat so you can see that video I was talking about at some point. Don't put that in the show notes or I will reach through the internet and fucking (laughs) slap you.
1: So uh, would we consider Breitbart
2: fake news? Or I don't,
1: actually. I don't consider fake news either
2: i consider them biased but uh attempting to be real news i mean i'm not necessarily gonna call them real news (laughs) they do occasionally publish news which is fake but they at least make the fucking effort to be uh something that vaguely resembles a legitimate news outlet they have reporters that they send to places to report on things and they They get punched by and their reporters even get punched by uh republican candidates
1: for a second, other, I thought you
2: were about to say get punched by Regis Philbin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, What?
1: Well, I see, and I think that's yeah. an area that we're dangerous, and that's where you know, what, like Regis, gonna... Regis Philbin.
0: <laughs> yes, Regis Philbin. <laughs> <Bellman>.
1: No, <laughs> is uh, mm. dangerous. Is that uh, you know, there? It's going to be hard to keep. It's very important that we keep the left in line on these issues because, yeah. like, the people, especially. The ones further to the left that tend to gravitate towards conspiracy and such are who, more likely. Oh my god! I'm trying
0: to be uh... guys. <laughs> anyway, on what? the RT site right now, there is a poll. RT asks: Fake news problem, as heralded by mainstream Media, is very real and disturbing. Pure post-Trump liberal hysteria. MSM catching up with internet culture hypocritical considering who sold iraq w m d story and fake news <laughs> oh that
1: would explain why the uh, well I, fuck, I just looked at the uh i just looked at the uh
2: how people have voted
1: so far <laughs> um this so what was my point my oh god
2: my fucking body. <laughs>
1: So, I, what I'm just saying is that we need to make sure that Breitbart isn't confused
2: with, like, RT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I would call RT, I wouldn't call fake news. No, it's not fake I news. I also yeah. wouldn't put it in the same category as, uh, what's his name? Reuters. I've forgotten the name. We talked about it 30 seconds ago. Uh, Breitbart. Breitbart. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, yeah, I mean, right day, yeah
2: no, I- They are sending out reporters and things like that, but they're not trying. It is entirely a function of allowing them to operate more effectively as Russia's propaganda organ to the English-speaking world. That is the only reason they even bother to report legitimate news, is to give them some credibility when they talk
0: bullshit. Isn't, isn't, what's what's his face? is it Larry King on RT now? uh, Uh, Larry King,
1: yeah, apparently he is. That's how uh, Trump ended up on RT.
0: Ah, now that makes all the more sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think Larry King's probably parroting Russian (laughs) propaganda, but uh, he's just on there because they, you know. They need somebody to draw, you know look legitimate to look legitimate legitimate <laughs> All right. so i mean yeah, yeah there's right. two differences i mean right i mean like that's breitbart is like the voice of of this hard right whereas rt is russian propaganda They're, neither yeah. of them are fake they might be loose on editorial control uh in terms of what they consider to be uh a realistic assessment of a fact <laughs> but there's probably something there um i and i and i just fear that we're gonna fall down this uh while well, we're talking about fake news, and get stuck in these issues where people claim that Breitbart is just fake news, and that instead of building consensus that we need to do something about it, we end up just creating a partisan issue. Yeah, that's my fear.
0: Okay, moving on. Uh, Germany, in a uh, fantastic moment of uh, judicial action, has uh, its judge One of its uh, its judges have uh, basically said that yeah. Uh, Adblock is legal. Stop bothering the courts with this. <laughs> uh, so uh, Leo, last month uh, Adblock plus maker um, got a got a sorry got a, uh, ugh, sorry. Ugh, got, a uh, uh, yeah. got a judgment in its favor uh, for the sixth time in the, the German courts. Uh, they basically said that I'm sorry news magazine Der Spiegel, uh, ad blocking is perfectly legal, now shut up. So, victory for ad blocking, yay. Well, the funny I thing would... is
2: that the company that they're taking on with this is also the company that takes money to uh, whitelist companies' ads. Yep, this is true too.
1: <laughs> A-O-G-M-B-H. So my only real point on this is I've recently especially with the whole fake news development, which mm. is kind of you know with newspapers and how they survive i just I actually subscribed to a newspaper yep um, yeah. I just decided that it was time to get off the everything should be free bandwagon mm-hmm. and actually put money towards organizations now I'm not subscribed to every newspaper <laughs> that i I read, but I figured I would put my money towards at least one, and I did the washington post
0: you are you are supporting the journalism machine yeah
1: yeah uh and So I kind of am a little conflicted because, you know, these papers need to if we want to have strong journalism, they we need to find a way to for them to make money without uh, because not everybody's going to be willing to pay. We've all gotten used to free news and to the damage of the these institutions. I mean, there might be more news out there, but there's a lot of crap out there now. So. Yeah. Well, here's
2: the funny thing, like the one outlet that has been consistently doing some of the best reporting and some of the best investigative journalism in the last year or two has been BuzzFeed because there's yeah. one company that found an alternative means of funding that newsroom. All of their clickbait, well, actually, no, most of it isn't clickbait, all of their listicle shit mm-hmm. that they post all around the place. All of the, And all of the fucking crap in the image posts and the fucking hundred things we spotted in last night's <laughs> The Bachelor finale. 36 Tumblr shit.
0: posts guaranteed to make you laugh at least once.
2: Thank you. But yes, that... All of that goes to funding all of their long-form essays, all of their investigative journalism, <laughs> all of their newsroom stuff. Their video so series all of
0: are amazing.
2: But, I mean, I, I, really, yeah. I really do like BuzzFeed,
1: but don't you think that that sort of, unfortunately, makes it so people don't necessarily take them seriously, even though they put forth sometimes... Uh, serious and well done
0: product the la times and the wall street journal both have funnies in them no they do that's
2: true on one hand yeah there is the argument of the funnies pages and i think there's also the problem that yes there is a lot of people who hate buzzfeed but i think a lot of them hate it simply based on things like well Reddit, for example, has an opinion that BuzzFeed just steals everything that's ever on Reddit and that's just all of BuzzFeed. But Nothing that's is just literally Reddit, literally. Reddit. <laughs> yet A, there's not that much on Reddit, to be honest. <laughs> B, it was never Reddit's content in the first place. And C most of the stuff on BuzzFeed is actually not from Reddit and is usually includes original commentary and Often things like that so at you know least, it's just so jerky site. opinions that people are going well i'm not going there to check out if that's true or not because obviously it's just some shitty entertainment website yeah so, yeah they do have a problem with their brand but i think that that problem isn't so much from their efforts as much as from people like redditors who are smug ass baskets
1: you, you know who else has this problem occasionally cracked Every, oh, once yeah. while, yeah. every, every once in a while Cracked puts out an article that is extremely
2: poignant. And yeah. I'm always like, What is this doing on Cracked? <laughs> and then and then they turn around and put out articles like Oh, there's a conspiracy at Standing Rock Yeah. Here's <laughs> our evidence. The government has planes. That's it. That's yeah. it. That, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like that is literally that. Well, that is not exactly literally an article they published, but that is it the very be. short version of an article they published <laughs> the other where they were basically saying, "Okay, yeah. there's a, this big conspiracy at Standing Rock because there were planes overhead, and in, in this extremely rural area, where suddenly a thousand or more people showed up, cell phone reception got a bit wonky." <laughs>
1: yeah, right. I know. I was. I was just listening. I listened
2: to this podcast the uh, the best of the left
1: and uh they take like clips on they do like a different topic every week and uh they'll take clips from all the left wing uh talk shows and a lot of times it's like the young turks and stuff like that and oh, they just did their um which i used to like the young turks a lot i don't
2: like i found them to be a little annoying lately um i I mostly object because they fucking reject the armenian genocide yeah the so. pop
0: trigger is okay though
1: <laughs> the uh so, oh, so that the, the last episode was on the pipeline, and they were playing some of these guys, and they were talking about. The, I mean, they played a clip that was from I forget what show it was, but they were talking pretty much about what you were saying. They were like, "They're blocking our cell phones. They're turning everything off. They're they're learning how to control us and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh man, this sounds like Alex Jones." I mean. <laughs> Obviously, sometimes that stuff does actually happen, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I was like, ah, there might be other reasons for this. I feel like you guys are not really Capturing showing the depth me and complexity that this of is actually true or not, but yeah, like I, it kind of, it's kind of funny that you said, yeah, well, maybe North Dakota doesn't have the greatest cell reception, and when you put a whole ton of people in the middle of nowhere, like your cell
2: signal is going to start to screw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this might surprise some people, but they do actually build different cell towers for different purposes and rural <laughs> cell towers tend to be built for transmission over range, not large volumes of people yeah mm-hmm.
1: that's interesting,
0: yeah yeah
1: I'm glad you mentioned that one because i was I was just thinking about that <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I was just... oh go ahead
2: the whole art- well, the whole article from cracked and I assume the uh what's his name the segment you're speaking of, which sounds like it was based on that anyway. The whole thing is just pure speculation. And, like, even their expert is like, well, it's, well, they consulted a guy on the site who claimed to be a military signals and IT security expert, but then said a bunch of things that didn't make a lick of sense to anyone. Uh, then they also spoke to an off-site expert who was an actual expert who basically said, oh, yeah, no, that's possible. But, I mean, it's much less possible than all these perfectly reasonable explanations. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people have problems with opinion like someone's off the cuff assessment and they take it as like a hundred percent legit. Yep. <sighs> people yep. should just read the newspaper more. That's what I'm learning. Like, yep. don't watch yep. cable news. Yeah, or read.
0: That's the what newspaper. Or read or read BuzzFeed News because I mean, legitimately, if you go to BuzzFeed.com, sure it has that old lol, what the fuck? OMG button, whatever thing's going on there. And uh but if you click the news site, the news site is really different it is yeah, news, it's a the corner there's a link for it go there yeah it's pretty nice uh let's see next topic uh actually i what i will do is i will
2: drop a link for the show notes that you can go and pick up which is just a link to a big list of all, pardon me, all the buzzfeed rss feeds so yeah. that you can just rip the uh, you can just pull the buzzfeed news rss feeds stick it in your rss reader you giant nerd and <laughs> that's all you have to do yeah. you can way, that link. You, just sent, you. Uh, oh. you can also get the buzzfeed news app on your phone which is just the news, none of the bullshit. <laughs> Whatever you just posted,
0: uh, Victor didn't work. Yeah, there was a plus sign at the end of that URL. That out. Anywho, uh, let's see here. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Ah, the trailer Woo-hoo! looks so good. Will he ask Mary Jane? Will he not? I'm loving <laughs> I don't the think uh, Mary Jane's in the film. I'm loving the uh, the. The dynamic between uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man <laughs> that they've been showing. Don't do anything I would do. Yeah, it's do. kind of a... Also, don't do anything I would a, do. It's a gray yeah, area and It's between. kind of a
1: spin that this movie occurs after Civil War because it would have been really cool to have him kind of like discover Spider-Man on his own and have this like why they have a relationship before Civil War and then kind of do what they do in the comics where uh, during that event where uh, Tony Stark kind of uses his relationship with Spider-Man to try to, to push his agenda and ultimately it kind of screws Spider-Man over. And it ro- works mm. really well in the Civil War story. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming looks really cool. Uh, it looks... It, I like the aspect, like I didn't realize that the, uh, that the, one of the people in this film is going to be the tinkerer, which apparently this guy who makes, uh, weapons for criminals, um, he learned how to use the uh, – oh, God, I just lost the alien race's name. The uh, Tari Chita- – Chitari. Chita- Chitari. yes. The Chitauri, uh tech and is uh, making weapons for, like, common criminals because the criminals have to up their game because they live in a world now where they have to worry about, like, a god just taking them out
0: <laughs> while they try to rob a bank. Uh.
1: So uh, Wait, that's Is that the really Michael cool. Keaton character? Uh, I'm not I, – I, I have no idea who's playing the huh. Tinkerer. I just know he's in it.
0: Nope. Michael Chimus is going to... Uh, Churn Chimus? Yeah, Chimus, I want to say. Oh, he's a Churnus. Vulture. Churnus. Michael Churnus is going to be playing uh, the Tinkerer. Big, big cheese Jesus. But it looks like they're going to have some great guys like the Shocker, yeah. who's like a pretty funny, <laughs> like... Oh,
2: don't mock the Shocker. <laughs> the Shocker.
1: There's this great comic, um, the secret foes of Spider-Man, or the superior foes of Spider-Man, and it's all about this like group of Spider-Man foes trying to like pull one over, uh, and uh, one of them, the Shocker's in it. It's just really pitiful.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's led.
1: The team's led by Boomerang. The guy just has a boomerang. Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> Not it's even good, really well written. Um, he, he's not
1: even. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it looks cool. I'm, uh, I'm highly looking forward to it. But I'm the big Marvel, uh, you
2: know, diehard. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. oh, man. Do you Super. remember that one where the Shocker stole the Spider-Mobile and, like, repainted it with that fucking yellow crisscross thing that he has? Didn't Deadpool
0: steal and the was, Spider-Mobile? I was, like, cruising
2: around in that for a while. I think everyone's stolen <laughs> the Spider-Mobile at some point. Pete Parker and his land would have fucking put his keys somewhere safe. <laughs> uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. What else is there to uh, say not about much. It? It's, it's just something like it's gonna to be great. happy about, um, you know? I mean... Uh, you know, Marvel hasn't really. I mean, this is a Marvel Sony production, so it'll be interesting to see how much influence. You
2: know, what the how that relationship
0: well, works out. Well, you know, but Disney and and Sony decided to play nice regarding Marvel, so it'll probably be fine.
2: It looks like it's uh, post Civil War as well because yeah. he's got the ice squeezy suit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There is a there was that awkward moment where he pushes a little button on his suit and it like kind of comes off, and you have this like the top that's like busted chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's <laughs> fucking hot
2: <laughs> with his friend, Dude, and you're bitch. like, "Hey, what's up? <laughs> yep. he looks like a fucking kangaroo under that thing, man,
1: yeah, and Tony Stark like gave him a lot of tech, like he was <laughs> it's just
2: like oh and actually i think that well, might apparently be... one of the things he gave him was a fucking chest master man damn <laughs> <laughs> well that was a spider bite come
1: on yeah a spider bite That's made a... him buff it's the best uh... way of getting buff right you gotta get bit by some spiders well, well
2: as an australian i cannot approve of this course of action <laughs> <laughs> we, so, uh, yeah, we here like... on
0: friday night party line do not uh, recommend you go getting spider bites <laughs> as a uh, bulking up or weight loss methodology probably not oh, I do. For
2: you. you'll definitely bulk up very very for a very short period of time. So I'm
1: kind, yeah. I'm kind of curious whether, uh, how how much Tony Stark is going to be in that film. Like, is he going to be, he's just, going, I mean, he looks like he has like a mentor relationship. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like he's giving him like a lot of equipment. It's like, not just uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just, I mean, I don't know, the scenes, some of the scenes in that trailer look like they came right out of comic book pages.
2: So yeah. it looks, looks really good. It's hard to say because like in the trailer, trailers they seem to be having him in there a fair bit and it leads you to believe that he's going to be in the movie a fair bit but let's also not forget that RDJ is a huge money maker so they oh, are yeah. probably yeah. sticking a lot more of him in the trailer well, so that they can get asses in seats i
1: don't think he's going to be in the film all the time i think here if he, here's my theory on the plot i think that the tinkerer is going to be like a Stark, an ex Stark employee. Mm. He's going to have a problem with Stark. He's going to notice that Spider Man has Stark tech. And so to get at Stark, the easiest way would be to go after this Spider-Man. guy who he thinks is friends with Stark. So I, I think it's going to be like one of those where like Stark is involved, but he's mostly going to be in the beginning of the film and maybe the end like come in and like be like, oh, hey, maybe you were, you actually maybe should be an Avenger or something. Hey, we, I think Thanos is coming around or, you know, like something along that <laughs> line.
2: Uh, that.
1: But I think he might be the catalyst for the plot. I think the... At least one of the villains that he's going to be dealing with is somebody who doesn't like Stark, and and like Spider-Man's just going to kind of get—he's going to get these cool suit, but he's also going to get some people that don't like him just because of that, of mm. his relationship with Tony Stark. So I don't know, but that's yeah. my theory.
0: All right, and last but certainly not least, uh, 2016 has claimed uh, another amazing life. John Glenn uh, died peacefully at the age of 90. 5, I believe, uh here in his home around uh in Los Angeles. Um and uh yeah, he uh died peacefully, thankfully. And that's about the, that's about it. Just something to uh around the end. Old yeah, oldest,
1: old go ahead. Oldest astronaut to go into space at age 77. So there's still time for us.
0: Oh, I'm sorry by the way. He died in uh in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, really? Man, I was just there. <laughs> Uh, to think you could have you could have visited him. Oh <laughs> yeah, and not only that, he was a senator for a
1: while. Yeah. He he
0: did he had a really he had a good life. interesting life. There, there was uh there was talk at one point, um so when John Glenn uh John Glenn rode on the uh believe the um the last space shuttle launch and he wanted to go up there because, you know, going into space one last time um was something that he really wanted to do. I think he was like 77 at the time. And after his after his initial tour of duty in space, uh John F Kennedy and NASA had effectively said he was too valuable as a person to go into space again. And yeah. He had to lobby really, really hard to get into space that last time. He ended up going up there and he had uh, 23, I think, uh, little uh, probes or attachments to him to collect all his vitals and the, the, basically the stressors and what happens to the body during the course of uh, being in space. And that was a major scientific contribution on his part because it really gave NASA uh, really in-depth information of what happens to the human body in space so that was a, Well, I mean, a there was blast, a lot of controversy
1: when he was going up that there was no real good reason to send him up other than, you know, his fame and his uh, time in the Senate.
2: Honestly, so like
1: if- No, I mean I believe
2: me. Fucking Garriott can get into space. (laughs) I don't.
1: Yeah, like I didn't. I'm just telling you what what the at that time, like they were like, well, is this a worthy investment to send this person up into space again? Like I agree with you. I think they did learn something. I mean, you could you learn you can send an older person up into
0: space. Um, I mean, even even if they didn't, even if he was going up there for no scientific value, (laughs) the man is John Glenn. If he wants to go to space spend a million dollars it takes send a man to fucking space
2: he just like rocks up for the ISS just floats in the airlock doesn't say a word floats into the mess just like grabs a fucking pack of dehydrated sandwich and just floats back off <laughs> It's like thanks guys, I'll catch you later.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, apparently, apparently, that meanwhile
2: flavor. meanwhile, uh Buzz
1: Aldrin was just uh released from the hospital after being in Antarctica and having uh like having to be uh would uh, from uh Antarctica.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was apparently the shock.
2: Of, it was apparently the shock of finding the base where they faked the moon landing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids if you want, if you feel like you have the wherewithal to go through the entire effort of doing so, go become a goddamn astronaut. No one will ever be able to one up you
2: ever until someone lands on Mars.
0: Yeah, that's still an astronaut.
2: Mm, yes. Yeah, but just going into space. I mean, yeah. you should you can one up that by landing. Look, on Look, if there's planet. any kids
0: listening, if they're going to become astronauts, they're going to probably be ones to go on Mars. So
2: <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe they're just
0: not motivated enough. <laughs> Man, I could go to Mars, but do I really want to put the effort? Maybe the ISS is enough. (laughs) I said no, says no one ever. You gotta have realistic goals in life. (laughs) Uh, All right, then. Well, that that is that bag over your shoulder looks like a fucking Chico roll packet. What?
2: What? What is that bag over your shoulder? Looks like a packet for a a Chico roll.
0: it's a grocery store bag. It's got, like, it's got Hot Wheels car uh, packages in them.
2: Oh, what what would they be in there for there for, Victor?
0: Well, they are in there for uh, Tiny Car Stories, which I haven't updated in a month because I've been busy with fucking everything else. Um, but I just picked up a package of Volkswagen Hot Wheels cars. It's got <laughs> a Volkswagen thing in it. Sure a <laughs> Volkswagen it thing? Yeah, Vol- have you never heard of the Volkswagen thing?
1: No, I have not. Oh, Remember, I'm not the car person.
0: Oh, my God. They're great. Uh, but, yeah, tiny car stories it's, and stuff. i still say it's not as good as the Isuzu
2: Mysterious Utility Wizard.
0: That is amazing. <laughs> You're probably right about that. Oh, uh, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I a, do see yeah, that that's a real Volkswagen, thing. Interesting Volkswagen thing. I have a picture I guess of just- it. I guess
1: they just didn't really give a crap about names of vehicles at this point. What so is I'm... that
0: thing? Exactly.
2: The Fuhrer is dead. What are we to do? Let's just <laughs> build a thing. myself to names. That was the worst German accent I've ever
0: heard. That was one you one made it. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, tinycarstories.tumblr... Dot com. Good stuff. That looks like a fucking Jason grade accent. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining us on Friday night party line. You will catch us next week on Acceptable Vices. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Party line is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.works. And the Patreon supporters for this month, contributing $5 or more, are Rochelle Mantanona, The Geek Nights Podcast, and Grant McGillivray. Thank you guys so much for your support, and if you are interested in supporting this show and all of the other shows that we make here at Frostworks, you can always check us out at www.patreon.com slash Victor Frost. Thanks for all your support, guys.